0: Welcome to Lipstick Biddy, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired and have a good ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello biddies, welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies Podcast. Here's your host, Rachel, of course. Hello and welcome. Welcome to all of my new biddies who are here for the very first time listening to this podcast. Hello, welcome. So excited to have you here for all of you who tune in every single week. Thank you so much for your support. I am really excited for this episode we have for you today. As a reminder, if you are loving this podcast, if you love the Lipstick Biddies platform and community, first of all, I haven't plugged this in a while. Guys, we have a Discord now. A Discord is a private server in which you get to connect with biddies from around the world. It is completely free and it is private but you can get in with my link. So go to the show notes, join the Discord. I've set up a few different rooms based on what you guys DM me about on a regular basis. So we're having conversations about jobs. I post job listings weekly. We're talking about content creator rates, makeup artist rates, we're talking about assisting, we're talking about special effects, so many different things in there. And I want you guys to have an easy way to connect with each other, which is why I made the discord and is why it is free. So make sure to join us and join in the conversation. Like I said, Link is in the show notes, so join on in. If you'd like to spread the word about Lipstick Biddies, the best way you can do this is by writing a review in the App Store. You could do an Apple, you could do it in Spotify, where you can do a rating or a review. It is so 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 appreciated by me, and it truly helps spread the word about Lipstick Biddies. Of course, another free way that you can like totally free that you can spread the word about Lipstick Biddies podcasting community is by taking a screenshot, sharing it to your story, tag me and our guest. Let us know something you learned, something you loved. I always love hearing the feedback from you guys. This is a very much like a interactive podcast. So I really take into consideration what you guys have to say, any feedback, people you want to hear back again, topics you want to hear about. But as as you guys know, my DMs are always open. You can DM me at LipstickBiddy's always uh, with any comments, feedback, or concern. Um, if you want to set me up with your hot uh, lesbian cousin, um, please. My DMs are always open. Good news. I actually set up um, some new sweatshirts in the merch store. So head on over to LipstickBitties.com and we have some really cool sweatshirts with our tattoo design. It comes in three different skin tones and also white and black hoodie. Great for the winter, great for the fall, great for going into early spring. I'm really excited about it. So make sure to go pick that up if you'd like to support. Also, if you'd like to have a more immersive experience, you could always join in on the Patreon, patreon.com slash lipstickbiddies. We do monthly meetups, virtual um, monthly meetups. We do makeup classes, we do bonus episodes, and you get a merch pack. So to learn more, just head on over there and hope to see you in the Patreon. So let's get into the episode. One more, actually, one more thing before we start. I know I said this was going to be the last time that I was going to talk about voting last episode, but ha surprise, we are going to run off here in Georgia, which... If you didn't vote in this past election, you actually can still vote in the runoff. So I'm including in the show notes again the link to register. Please register to vote. If you can't make it to the polls, make sure to request your absentee ballot or mail in ballot. Vote early. Early voting, I believe, starts on the twenty eighth and goes through the third. And I think that the actual election day is on the sixth of December. Very, very important. And sorry guys, I you know, I, I just have to use my platform. <laughs> so I'm sorry that been fucking hounding you for voting but I just feel like I have to do my part and I encourage you guys to use your platforms also even if you don't live in Georgia because a lot of people don't know about it and you'd be surprised who follows you and may live in the state of Georgia so let's get into the episode oh guys this is such a fun fucking episode I have one of my biddies Victoria Foster on the podcast today, you can find her on Instagram and TikTok at Victoria underscore Foster underscore Beauty. Victoria and I, I we met online, and I actually got to meet up with her in person when we went, when I went out to LA. She's actually a makeup artist and an esthetician out in Los Angeles, and we're talking about so much. First of all, she's fucking hilarious. You've probably seen her content because I repost it quite often, and she you know does pretty well on the on the TikTok. So you might have seen her videos floating on your for you page is so fucking funny she is we had such a good time talking we're talking all about her experience going to aesthetics school kind of like the pros and cons of going to school why she went to school her experience we're talking about some of the treatments that she bundles up with her makeup services kind of how it's her in her makeup applications by going to aesthetics school we're talking about Early 2000s fashions. We're talking about celebrity makeup lines. We're talking about avoiding mean comments on TikTok. Skincare no-no's. Yes, we go into milk of magnesia. Of course, we're not going to like not touch that on this episode. So we have a lot to talk about. I was laughing so fucking hard when I was editing this. I was like crying. So I know you guys are going to love this episode. Make sure to give Victoria a follow. Like I said, let us know what you thought. And I will talk to you guys next week. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Lipstick Videos Podcast. is your host, Rick. Rachel here, back with you today with a very special episode with one of my biddies from the West Coast, Victoria Foster. How are you? Yeah,
1: West Coast. I'm good. I'm so excited to be on this with you. I'm a huge fan of the show, so I'm honored. (laughs) Thank you.
0: I'm also a huge fan of you, just in general, like you as a human. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: my God, I'm a huge fan of you. I feel like we have this like... Social media, you're
0: we're like our twin flames with social media, honestly, kind yes. of like. And I remember so, Biddy is like, it's really funny. So, like, when I went out on my trip to LA this past summer, we met up and it was the first time we met up in person. And I felt like we like knew each other, yeah, like it was, I was just like, we like it literally wasn't even like, oh, this is like the first time meeting.
1: I was like, oh, I feel like we already know each other, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think I was just like. I'm gonna, I was just shocked at what a little bite sized person you are. How tall are you? I'm (laughs) 4'11. Oh my God! I'm literally a foot taller than you. And you're, yeah, that's actually funny
0: that you bring that up because that's something that I always say to people when I meet like my friends from online that I meet in person. A lot of times I, in my head, think that people with really big personalities will be tall. Mm-hmm. So, like, most of the people that I meet actually are like shorter. Like, you're like the only person that I've met, like, recently that's like tall. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um, it's almost like meeting a celebrity and you're just like, whoa, like, you're a little guy. And yeah, like, yes. all, my,
0: all my friends, like, all my online friends, every time I I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize you were my height. Also, because I, growing up, most of my friends were your height. Like, I was what? like the, oh, the yeah. one short person out of the group of girls mm-hmm. and like, you know, everybody would wear, wear heels. So everybody was like five nine, like, yeah, and taller in heels. And I would be like the one short person out of the group. So like, I'm not, I just don't like, I, it's always weird for me to like meet shorter people like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're a hot commodity, but re- in reality, like taller girls are like the, you know, I mean, I guess it's probably even, I don't know, the fucking statistics. I don't know.
1: I feel like whenever I see, a, like, look another woman in the eye, I'm really shocked. I'm like, whoa. Threatened. <laughs> <laughs> there could only be one. No. <laughs> I'm always shocked, but, I mean, I, I grew up in a really tall family. My dad's 6'11". My sister's my oh, height. Man. My brother's 6'7". So it's just. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't That's know why. Her. I'm 5'10", five, 5'11". Uh, five, five, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So my dad is, my mom's 4'10", my mom, or my sorry, my mom is 4'10", my dad is 5'7". Oh,
1: I love it, I love it. We didn't so you... even have
0: a chance. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like our great-grandma, I... she was from Italy, she like we called her little grandma and she was literally like four seven. Like she was like the little, 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 tiny little Italian lady. Oh my God. I call my, uh, my grandma's
1: from Mexico. and We call
0: her little grandma. Yeah. Little grandma. Yeah. I I thought it was kind of interesting that we called her little grandma. not like Nona or like even, even my grandma on that side. Isn't known. She's Nana. I don't really know why. I don't know where the isms came from, but
1: Boo-boo yeah, and poo-poo, paw pa. Have you seen those TikToks where it's like white people <laughs> in there and <laughs> calling their grandparents? Yeah. Me- pee-pee.
0: Me-ma, Malu, <laughs> mo- yes. like Momo, pa pa. Like, like yeah. I mean, we-, we love you, biddies, but like, yeah, I, I don't I don't get I just we just had we had Nana. Nana is my grandma on my on mm-hmm. my dad's side, the Italian one, and then the rest of them are just grandma grandpa there was grandpa with the mustache uh,
1: oh wait is that how you guys would like refer to him
0: <laughs> yes because like it was two grandmas so it was like grandpa my dad's side was just grandpa and then grandpa on my mom's side was grandpa with the mustache
1: <laughs> oh I love that I love anyway. that so much <laughs> but
0: I digress I mean first of all okay for the biddies who are meeting you for the very first time would you be able to introduce yourself just kind of like a little bit about you, what you do in the beauty space, and uh, anything else you, you want to lead off with?
1: Yeah, so I am a makeup artist and a licensed esthetician. So my esthetics work that I focus on brows and facials, and then as far as makeup is concerned, I'm really focused on the bri- in the bridal space, and then also just you know personal clientele who are going to a special event, a lot of birthday girls, stuff like that. What I would have been licensed as an esthetician since March, got, I started school around August of last year. It's just crazy. Like, it feels like a lifetime ago that I started school and now I'm here like doing this as a professional. I, it's
0: so funny. Like, I would have guessed, like, I, I didn't realize that you're like such like a fresh Esty.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> when i started school we were still we did like a month of zoom school and it was so boring but i was like i'm going balls to the wall with this like i just studied super super hard and i was like i just want to be like on top of my craft and i feel like i think that's just part of being an esthetician though and also makeup artist too but esthetician i feel like our advice like the stakes are a little higher because you can really really fuck up your skin Like if you you do something wrong versus a makeup product, like you might, you know, get like a little bit of acne or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But,
1: and so, and there's always like new technology developing around aesthetics. So constantly reading like new articles, journals. Luckily my little sister, she is trying to get into med school right now. So she's shadowing a dermatologist. So I have direct access to a dermatologist and I'm always like having her ask questions for me and stuff. And she's always teaching me all the new things. So it's just, Yeah. I mean, it's a good, I'm lucky that I enjoy learning because if I didn't, this job would be kind of difficult.
0: Do you do, were you doing makeup before going to aesthetic school or like, were you, Mm -hmm. did you do both of them at the same time?
1: So I did makeup before and my current boss has actually been my mentor for a while as Renee from brow down studio I was a client at brow down just gonna my brows and facials done and you know we'd chat and told him I was a makeup artist and I would ask him about work stuff and he eventually evolved into my mentor and sometime during the pandemic he was just like you should become an esthetician like I think that would be a really good move for you mm-hmm. and then that dirty little rascal ended up hiring me I think he had a master plan or something <laughs> right, out, right out of esthetician school <laughs> that's
0: so nice though that's like that's like cool that you kind of like have like a full circle moment, and you had someone who was like cultivating your career from day one.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. it just is So he's the best boss I've ever had. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, so the
0: for, the reason. Well, first of all, there's like a a few reasons why I wanted to ask you beyond podcast. First of all, we've never actually. I don't think we've like d- taken a dive into like the aesthetics, like kind of like sector of the beauty world. I know that you mm-hmm. do. Like you said, like brows, facials and things like that. So I want to talk a little bit about that, but also like, you know, you're you're fucking hilarious. I feel like like you were saying like earlier we're like twin flames. You offer like we make very similar like content, like the the meat and potatoes of our beauty content is like, you know, just talking about like if you like the shit that I talk about, you'll love Victoria's page and like Victoria does a lot of TikToking and I got to tell you really fast because this is really funny to me. So you've been ma- Victoria's been making a lot of wedding content because you just got married. Congratulations. Yes! Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: so a lot of Victoria's content has been like wedding focus like based on like you as the like you being the bride mixed in with your regular content. And because I love it and like I like everything and like save everything, you know, cuz you got to like show up in that way. They just keep sending me more like wedding shit. And I'm like, I do not Stop. I don't want to. So I'm like, I only want to see Victoria's wedding shit. I don't <laughs> want to see I don't want to see anything adjacent.
1: At all. Oh my God. So you're a for 4 UK just is like all wedding creators. I'm, I'm
0: fighting for my life. Like trying to it. I am get so it
1: sorry. It's terrible. it's a tough space. It's a really hard space like because you just get there's a lot of, ugh, this is gonna sound so mean, but I think the reason why I've enjoyed making wedding content is because it's kind of like a really basic thing to be excited about because uh, especially mm. with my wedding, I'm, I'm not the type of bride that was like trying to be cutting edge and new. I literally was like, here are my centerpieces, here are my florals, <laughs> here are my bride's dresses. Like I wasn't trying to be cute or be different. So it's like it's really basic, and I feel like your friends get like kind of tired, like listening to you talk right. about it. So, like, when you go on TikTok, you're just joining this group of basic bitches and you're all in <laughs> one union together. So, I appreciate you supporting me, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> but
0: you're, you're not, not like, but you're also not basic. Like, I feel like okay, first of all, like I've never been so excited to see a wedding that i wasn't even knowing. i'm not even joking because of the way that you hyped every single like part of it oh my gosh what a baby oh Hello, this Papa. is
1: dallas here oh he's dallas. so
0: cute hi dallas oh he's oh, like please stop he's so cute so if you um. hear him barking it's his fault but like you know you took us along for the ride like you like every every little aspect of this like (laughs) this wedding I was just I was I was super invested in you thought of like every single thing I think that part of that comes from the fact that you work as a bridal makeup artist so like Mm -hmm. you've seen like everything so you probably have taken like mental notes but I think the funniest thing that's happened recently was the one that went viral um off of your chemical peel that you did oh, yeah. like and which was like really intense so can you talk about like what what you had done because that's like I mean based in aesthetics too so like t- uh tell us about like your chemical peel, peel experience
1: <laughs> so I so I had never I've done peels before that but they were like really light I probably just like flaked up a little and my coworkers workers are like you need to do this before your wedding I was like, that's fucking scary. Like, I don't want, I've seen it before and I'm nervous. They're like, no, no, no. It's going to be worth it. Do it three weeks before the event. You'll be fine. So what everyone's telling me in my comments, like you're fucking nuts. I'm like, I know. I did not want to do this. Like, I'm aware of that. Two um, two weeks prior, right? No, no, so we did three weeks prior. I would never, never let one of my clients do that three weeks prior to their wedding unless we've already done it and know how their Mm -hmm. skin would react. But I was like, you know what, fuck it. I have my coworkers here, they're gonna take care of me. Like this peel is like, it's intense, but not that intense. So whatever. Got it done, full seven days of like 100% peeling. Like I'm talking like from the center of my face, skin falling off of my face had to be really shameless about it. I was like, I have errands to run. I have clients to take care of. I have, I just have, a. a I have a partner at home who has to look at me. And so <laughs> he he kept calling me like, just like different versions of like the snake, of a snake. He would just be like, call me the heir of Slytherin for one day. <laughs> and, and But it was a lot. Like girl, I, I this is so disgusting. I still find like little pieces of my skin in my car, yeah. Like, and it just is very much. Um, what's the Austin Powers movie where he like saves the little? Oh, pieces the, of the
0: wait, car. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> no, but it was so incredible because oh, I I have acne and it's like it's literally like a daily struggle, to, and so my forehead has a lot of texture, and as we know with makeup, like. You can't really do much about texture you can just like try not to enhance it but i was really nervous because the makeup artist that i hired he is a full he's an instagram baddie full beat sort of makeup you artist looked
0: like a celebrity like that was like
1: yeah it was next level but you look,
0: you look so beautiful
1: thank you so much and i felt really beautiful but i was really nervous because like with all the powder I was like this is just going to my textures and be like look Cedric, at me look at yeah. me yeah and so i'm telling you like my skin was so tight and so smooth like not an imperfection on it whatsoever like and it's still like i have like the occasional pimple but it's still going strong and like yeah. literally with the, my fine lines like around like laugh lines gone yeah, so lipstick babies, If, if it's, it's peel season, <laughs> guys book your peel, everyone. Well, that's why when like people
0: like look at like celebrities and stuff like that, and like they're like using. I think this is something you've also talked about. Like you know, celebrity skincare lines. You know that these celebrities are getting these types of peels because like we used to. I used to work at a plastic surgery office and the peel that we got it was like you know it was different types of chemical peels it was pr- pretty much what happened to you where yeah. you like shed unless you were getting it regularly then your skin would starts getting like used to it and you don't have like that was like the first couple times that mm-hmm. I got it done unless you met you might have gotten something more intense than me but where was I going with this celebrities get these peels once a month
1: yeah there's peels lasers like I mean Mariah Carey I follow her esthetician makeup artist who gets she's facial every single day like when she's on tour that i might just be like cleaning your face like she's probably right. not going to do anything intense treatments every single day but right you have a professional
0: right. with
1: professional grade products cleaning yeah. your face every day there's no comparison yeah.
0: so it's just funny when like these celebrities come out with like skincare lines and stuff like that and you're just like you expect me to believe that like they're using this shitty like fucking 20 like moisturizer
1: no, fuck no. And I am I, so excited. Or dust. something
0: that's like like priced up, but like the formula is actually like cheap, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. yeah, like you saw when I talked about that, I didn't even say anything negative about them. I was like, I don't want to use this. I want to use what you've been using before this idea yes. hatched in your head. And the Hailey Bieber vibe, uh, Hive came hard for me on TikTok. I, who knew that Miss Thing was so popular? Like, I just, thought that she, I just thought that she was, like, a beautiful girl who was a supermodel. I didn't know that she had, like, a following like that. And <laughs> they were like, you're not shit. You're ugly. Haley is way better than you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she is. Like, I'm not fighting you. I'm just saying I don't want to use this skincare.
0: TikTokers will, like, find, like, the fu- weirdest things to jump on you about. It's like uh, the episode with Terry that we... I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it, but like Mm -hmm. she was saying how, like, she posted something about Mm -hmm. like Olivia Wilde and like the Harry Styles stands came Mm -hmm. in the comments. And it's like, it's like people will jump on for like the weirdest fucking shit. But the funniest thing about that Peel video was the comments being like, don't do like you're saying like don't do that but like you just copying and pasting I know my like you said something like I know my skin is uh, yes. comfortable for me <laughs> like,
1: I was like I'm an esthetician I feel comfortable doing this and then someone like co- copy and pasted that and and left that as their own comment <laughs>
0: So yes. funny. Well, even funnier though. Like, but like, we'll we'll get off this wedding content by the way, biddies, But like, I, the, I I just gotta like give you props for knowing to book a hangover IV <laughs> for the day after.
1: Your wedding. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that that's amazing. blowing up. That has like literally four million views right now. Like I'm shook, but people are shitting on me. I've been getting calls and alcoholics. It's extra. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Whatever. they're like, wow, it must be nice to have that much money and da da da. I'm like, no, I don't have this much money. I'm irresponsible. Like, please. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I'm, I've just decided that, like, I'm not going to clap back at any of these people anymore. So I'm no. quite literally just been, like, deleting all the mean comments, especially when it comes to, like, wedding-related stuff, because I'm like, this is the best day of my life, and I'm not going to let anyone yeah. mean to me about it. but. On the topic of that IV video, I got a DM from a journalist from Newsweek, and she's like, "I want to do an article about this." I was Hell like, yeah. "Are you fucking with me right now?" This is amazing.
0: That's awesome. That's how you get your blue check. So you, if you get those little like plugs, that's how you get the blue check.
1: Mm-hmm. All from so. my debauchery. I love it.
0: And they'll use it without you saying yes anyway. So like, it's better for <laughs> to say yes exactly. and like participate because they'll end up using it anyways. And yeah, she. It's it from.
1: Up. It's from Newsweek UK, so. I can't uh, wait. I'm baking, I'm baking the UK, bruv. I'm <laughs> baking over
0: there. <laughs> it was so funny. It That shit works. It's basically a banana bag and it's like all like vitamins yeah. and like, you know, depending on what you need, like you were saying, like nausea, and like mm-hmm. they stick it in your arm takes like, what, 45 minutes?
1: Yeah, literally yeah. 45 minutes. I was sitting there with a stranger. Her like I put the Avengers on. That's literally all they had on TV. Her and I would talk to each other once every five minutes. Yep. And then we just started talking. Of course, I was just like, once I started feeling better, like we just started talking shit. And she was just as messy as I am. So it was really fun to be with her. I got I to
0: gotta, I gotta say something that I've actually never I said publicly right now. Um, I used to see a weight loss doctor in mm-hmm. New York City. And her thing was doing weight loss IVs. Wow. And that shit works.
1: Oh, it yeah. literally
0: was these like bags that like they put some shit in to kick your metabolism into like 12 year old mode. I lost like 50 pounds Holy like shit. in six months before I moved to Atlanta and then I stopped doing it and then my metabolism went back to normal and I gained it all
1: Yeah, back. And, and then you're in Atlanta too. They're like, uh-uh, come over here, have some Bojangles, honey. Exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> everything is swimming in butter and salt and everything. But that's why, again, like it's important to remember that like celebrities are not real people. So, so yeah, so like celebrities and shit, like they're, they're getting these like IVs like for weight loss. They're getting they're going to all the things. So like try not to compare yourself. Also, yeah, like we were saying before, don't put too much into like the negative comments. Like I get negative comments too. But the funny thing is like my most recent negative comment that I replied to ended up boosting my account so much. Uh, I saw some, it. it. it boosts. It's I'm still getting views from it. Yeah. Like I just like delete. I delete mean comments at this point. I'm like, I know I'll get like the nicer people too. But like the people that are like seeing this shit come across our for you page just because it's boosted right now because it's like going so viral. Like they're not in your niche. <laughs> they're just no, like random ass at all. people. But yeah, like, yeah, I, I like the way that you've been responding to them. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. I've been a complete troll. Like just someone sent me this like one article on like alcoholism or whatever. And I just responded. Yeah. I just responded back to her. Like, sorry, I can't read. (laughs) And it just like gets people angry to the point where they just stop responding. But like, I remember like yesterday I even like one girl was just like, wow, this is like the, you lack such class. Like what a great way to spend your first day of being married. And I just responded to her. I said, Yeah, it actually was a great day. I was completely not hungover and I got to spend it I with my fam- I got spent with my family heart and she was just like, Oh, thanks for thanks for being so gracious. I'm like, girl, fuck off. I'm like what?
0: <laughs> someone did yeah, someone did something like recent like I don't know if it was recently, but like so- someone said something about like trying to say that I was from like uh Jersey, like you're still like New Jersey, and I was like, I'm actually from Long Island, so like I yeah. take that as a compliment. Thank you. Like... <laughs> Your Long Island pictures,
1: I was screaming. I was like, this is this is a joke. This is so dude, amazing. like I,
0: I was, I I had very questionable style. I, I feel like I didn't really know what my style was. I was just wearing what like my friends wore, and like it was always like leopard print and mm-hmm. like that. It you wore like, the very... moment though. I you know I thought I thought it was hot shit. I thought it was hot shit all the time. And that's all that matters. <laughs>
1: So everyone loves to like make fun of the early 2000s but we need to look at the 2010s to like 2018 a very very dark time with fashion very I mean dark.
0: like the almond like in that one of the one of the pictures in that video was like it was ah. the Steve Madden like almond suede pumps that were like almond toed with the platform yeah remember those were like all the rage i had them in all different colors and all different styles and like i worked at baker's shoes and they had bases and all why is no one wearing those in their y2k fashion
1: No, exactly (laughs) you guys need to come in if you are gonna do this and be cute about it because because when we dress yeah
0: we when we dressed up like our parents we dressed up like the ugly versions of the 80s yes So why are, I I don't get it. It, Anyways, (laughs) I'm getting way (laughs) too off
1: tangent. Anyways,
0: I'm going to reel it back. I'm going to reel myself back in. So aesthetics. So you went to, so what was going to esthetician school like for you? Was it like a really like big commitment? Was it difficult? Like, do you recommend it to people who are like interested to, or is it like not for the faint of heart? What was it like? (laughs) Give me all the tea. (laughs)
1: Yes. I... I recommend it for everyone who is interested in starting a new career or just legally doing what you're doing now. Me, when I first started it, I was like, "Oh, I want an aesthetics license because in California you need to be a cosmo or aesthetics license to work out of a salon." And I was just like, "I'm tired of doing house calls. I want to have mm. a dedicated space at a salon." So this is why I'm doing it. And then. When I talked to my mentor, Renee, he was just like, no, like, you know, add like these things like into your arsenal and stuff. So I went there with like a clear goal. And I think I definitely suggest people go there with a clear goal. And if it's not hundred percent clear, like go in there with an open mind of, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I'm into facials. I'm gonna see if I'm into body waxing because Mm -hmm. you know, it's, there's so much to be done in the aesthetics industry, there's so much but my my experience was, was really eye-opening because I went to an aesthetic school that was in, not in a great part of town. I went full time because I was able to use my military benefits. I used to be in the Air Force and there's this great program where if you're transitioning out of the military, they'll pay for like 100% of your school. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. like getting a certification or something, if it's gonna help you get employed so i got all of my aesthetic school paid for through this program i know it's it's incredible i you know if there's any veterans out there who are if you're a veteran biddy please hit me up and i would love to chat with you about that and so here i am coming from like (laughs) this world of you know i i went to usc for my master's degree i went to air force academy for my undergrad everyone is like we do, do, do prim and proper <laughs> da, da. and then i go to my aesthetic school and the teachers and the girls are literally fighting each other in class like the, one of our teachers got into a student's face
0: and the no. student
1: was like look if i wasn't pregnant right now i would be beating your ass in the parking lot <laughs> on my i'm gonna call my mama like i will never forget this one day in class where these two girls are like kicking in the corner and the instructor is like I don't know like maybe she heard them say something about her but she goes it seems like you all have a lot to say over there so go ahead and say it to my face and the rest of us are on the other side like i'm on my laptop like what is going on and so one of the girls goes okay i hate you and every time you walk into this room i want to kill myself you're a horrible fucking teacher and then it just goes back and (laughs) forth i was like what the hell is going on like literally but everyone there part of gold everyone there wanted to like better themselves where they were at like I have classmates who were going to class in the morning running in the afternoon to go finish a shift like being with a city bus driver or Mm -hmm. working at Wendy's or and everyone had like kids and stuff so it was just like it was really cool to be around people who are so focused and from like so many different parts of life Mm -hmm. that you know I got to actually like see you know you hear all these stories about like let's just say, like, Compton or South LA, for example, and to actually have, like, people who have lived those experiences and, like, let you know, like, the raw side of the Los Angeles because everyone comes here with the dream and you see the glitz and the glam and then you meet someone who's, like, an actual local and is, like, nah, that's not how shit is. Like, a lo- I'm telling you, like, people like you are kind of, like, driving us locals into a bad spot. It's really humbling and it's really cool mm-hmm. to actually, like, get to know, like, a real... Los Angelino Mm -hmm. and my SC besties like I had three, four of them come to my wedding. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, we're like bonded. We're trauma bonded. We make jokes, but we're (laughs) we're actually friends.
0: Like how hard, how hard was the actual curriculum for you?
1: (laughs) It was not hard. Like it was not, it was really cut and dry. The hardest thing was like having to essentially teach myself a lot of it because of my teacher, she was really knowledgeable, but she, her and I, like, I, I didn't really appreciate her learning style. Mm. And so and she also like didn't really bother with me much because I picked up on things a lot and she was a lot more focused on the girls who like needed a little bit more help. I also think like she did not like me and that's fine. (laughs) But I was also probably kind of being a pain in the ass too.
0: Yeah. Well, so it's, it's aesthetic school is different than like cosmetology school, right? Because like cosmetology school is like where you're hair cutting, or did you do like any hair stuff in aesthetics? School? Oh no,
1: yeah, no. So aesthetics does not do hair cutting and does not do nails, and Cosmo does Got it. hair, aesthetics, nails. So we were on different floors. Uh, we never really interacted with the other girls.
0: Got it. Biddies, you've heard me so many times raving about how incredible my Patreon community is. And I want to tell you guys about it because it is the best way to support your girl, the HBIC, as we build this Lipstick Biddies community up worldwide. You all want to support me. I appreciate that. It is so much work to run this podcast. It is a one-woman show. We are just starting to up-level with new things like editors and all these crazy things that I'm finally getting to pay for because of the support of my Patreon. And I cannot thank you enough. So, the Patreon is amazing because you get to support me with a small monthly donation starting at $5 a month. Biddies, that is less than the price of a lipstick, and you get something in return as a thank you from me to you. You get monthly bonus episodes, you get a merch pack, you get a podcast shout out, you get monthly meetups, you get makeup classes. It is incredible. There are different tiers. Pick whichever one's right for you. It is the best way to support me and also connect with biddies around the world, both pro makeup artists and beauty enthusiasts, and also have a little bit more of an intimate experience with your girl. I love my patrons. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. It truly is the best way to help grow this community. And I appreciate all of you so much. Check the link in the show notes or just go to patreon.com lipstickbiddies. Thanks, biddies, and see you in the Patreon. So it's probably a little bit of a less intense like kind of program which is like a good way to kind of like dip your toe into it because I feel like a lot of people kind of like hedge on going back to school because of like the price or the commitment or the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's like given you a leg up as far as like your marketability for makeup services, what you can offer, like the amount of money that you're making in general, like do you do you feel like it was like worth it to go to school for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um because i've been able to get so many of my bridal makeup clients to become my facial clients and then mm. after that or to also become like my brow clients and i think it's also helped with like marketing as well and it's just like the amount like the amount of people i've had in my chair just for brows and then you know we get to chatting like oh i also do makeup and they'll mm-hmm. dm me and be like okay oh, you do my makeup for whatever event it's great it's just mm-hmm. another way to meet new people constantly
0: yeah what's your favorite what was your what was your favorite like topic in school and your least favorite or like practicality wise
1: oh god so i know that my least favorite was lash extensions that was my kryptonite and people all the girls in class gathered around me and were like oh mrs miss good at everything cannot do this (laughs) i was like and i was such a little brat about it i was like i don't want to do this because you literally have to separate Separate every lash, put a single lash on a lash extension. And it it was coming from a place of hate as a makeup artist. I can't not stand lash extensions. Like, they drive me insane. So I was already beefing with lash extensions before I learned how to do it. But my favorite was probably just, like, facials, like, corrective skincare. I love—I'm one of those gross, disgusting people who loves extractions. Um, And so whenever (laughs) I get to do a facial and I see— have, like, a a client with a bunch of acne or blackheads, I'm like— Thank
0: you, Jesus. I'm such a dummy. I should have, like, booked a facial with you when I was out in L.A. That was
1: oh, that was a no, missed okay. opportunity. I haven't
0: gotten a facial in years.
1: You were years. so busy.
0: I was busy. But, like, I wish that I did because I was, like, yeah. I, like, thought about it after. I was, like, but next time I'm out there, come to you. Yes. Um, so now that you're, like, out in the field kind of, like, doing your thing, what do you do the most of?
1: I do the most – I do brows the most – And I think with makeup, it's really been, I have to, I'm not just taking like one-off jobs anymore because I'm Mm -hmm. competing, my Saturdays and Sundays are competing with my aesthetics. Like the Mm. way I look at that, if yeah, I'm going to take this 12 person bridal party because it's going to make me a lot more money than like my six clients for brows on a Saturday. But, and so it's kind of tough because I would say like, as far as like what I'm most passionate about, it's makeup. But Mm -hmm. I also got to make some money, honey. You you have to, (laughs) I have to make sure that I keep this, this roof over our heads here. So, but you know, I'm not, not to say that I'm not passionate about brows and facials as well. It's just like makeup is always going to be my first love, but I feel like, you know, those are the tough decisions you have to make as a business owner. Like you kind of have to make sacrifices for things. Because right, yeah, especially in a place like Los Angeles, one makeup application, that could take up over half your day.
0: Yep. Yep. And it's like it, it also goes to like a different makeup artists that are in different specialties. Like, for example, some makeup artists who charge, you know, like 300 for do and go. They're not going to want to like go work on a film set for an indie film for three hundred dollars.
1: Oh my God. Don't even get me started on that. Jesus.
0: But like, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you gotta like, I feel like you gotta really like pursue what you're meant to pursue. And even if you take like detours, Mm -hmm. it ultimately, especially with what you're doing right now, like I can imagine like that probably helps your makeup. Like just even like knowing how to like shape a brow because I don't. (laughs) Oh
1: my God. I've done a full on brow service during makeup application. Because they're like, I, like, the girl will be like, oh, I'm so sorry about my brows. And I'm like, well, I have my tweezers here Do you want me to take care of them? They're like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> just like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that'll be, that'll be $40, please.
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> Do you add it on as a service? Or uh, in that case, you were just like, I'll just trim them. Uh, no,
1: em? no, I don't add it on as a service just because I just, I don't know. is people, brows are such a personal thing. Mm -hmm. And at work, we have, like, 30-minute time slots for each brow appointment, and that includes, like, mapping and making sure we have the perfect shape. And it, especially if it's, like, a wedding party, I don't have time to do all that. I have time to get, like, these little guys down here, but I'm not going to give you, like, the full-on treatment. Um, But I would consider it for, like, maybe one-on-one clients, smaller parties.
0: Yeah, I think that there's definitely, like, opportunities for building, like, you know your pricing menu beefing it up like with like aesthetic services i know that there is like i don't know if this is something that you do but i know some makeup artists who are estheticians and then they offer like a discount with like you know if, if they want to get a facial the month before or like you know any of their services they'll like kind of like the stack like they'll like kind of like cross promote their services mm-hmm. Do you have you ever done anything like that or is it like kind of like new for you
1: i've I've talked about cross-promoting like with my boss and I I don't know I feel like a little since that the aesthetics business that I work for isn't mine I'm like I'm not about to be like how do you feel about a discount but I have done actually like a a, you know knocked off like maybe 15 percent on a couple of bridal clients just because like they've come to see me like a million times like for preparation even though I've actually had a couple of uh their husbands come and got facials too I'm like oh that's so sweet that's
0: awesome yeah so what do you think is like the most important thing for for example like bride you know you like we were just talking about earlier you got your your chemical peel done when clients are like getting married and stuff like that like do you recommend any specific treatments like what's the timeline that like you recommend like with your background in aesthetics
1: yeah so I if I'm lucky enough to have a trial with someone like I would say like maybe like six months ahead of time I always ask like hey like what's your skincare and if they're like oh I only like splash water on my face in the morning I ask them like well, are you interested in starting the routine are you interested in getting facials and if they're interested in facials I will like try to book them something right then mm-hmm. and there and if they're like, no, but I just like want a routine, do you have recommendations? Like I will build a routine for them. And so I would say the most important thing, if you're not interested in getting facials done is just starting an exfoliating regimen. They're like starting off really gently and at least having a cleanser and a moisturizer and an SPF, like really simple. Like those, yeah. those few things can just change your whole skin game.
0: Yeah. I always say to my clients too. I give them like at the trial I'll give them like a little like exfoliator sample and a lip scrub sample because mm-hmm. like a lot of times like I feel like they don't have them and I'm like at least like you know then they like I'll and then I'll text them like three days before the wedding be like don't know if you still have that but like <laughs> use that the night before like you know like pray that they use it the night before it's always so like hard though like what are you actually gonna remember to do the night before the wedding like you know what I mean
1: Right, and it's it's so hard because you I can't, as someone in the beauty space, can't be like, why aren't these brides doing all this? Because I enjoy having a 10-step routine. I enjoy it. Like, I bounce off ideas with my coworkers all the time. Like, this is my life. Like, and we, you know, it's, I kind of have to have, like, clear, glowing skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, if my clients didn't see me having nice skin, like, they would, they would probably be like, what the hell? Like, why am I going (laughs) to trust you? So I kind of have that added pressure. So I always have to like tell myself, like, you have to lead with empathy with these normal girls. Like she's probably an accountant right now and does not give a shit about, you know, using an essence (laughs) and 12 (laughs) serums.
0: (laughs) It's it's, it's, It's the most wild thing for me. So like, basically like, I mean, it depends on my mental health. If I'm not in a good mental health space, you know that I'm not, like, taking care of my skin every day.
1: Dile, me um,
0: too. But also, like, my level of intoxication sometimes. Um, <laughs> there's, like, so, Drachel is the uh, my drunk alter ego. Um, and Drachel, like, before she blacks out, which, like, guys... Blackouts, let me just do a little PSA, because I've talked to my therapist about this. Blackouts are not a sign of alcoholism. Some people are just genetically more prone to blackouts. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So when I say black, I don't, like, uh, sometimes, like, I don't, I feel like I'm not drinking as much as, like, other people, and I'm like, how did I black out? Anyways, so, like, what happens is, like, right before blackout happens, I get into this, like, weird, like, headspace where I'm all about self-care but prior to, <laughs> it, it's like a very small window like if I don't if I drink too much I'm blacked out and going past pass out if um. I don't drink enough I sleep in my makeup but there's a sweet spot in between the two <laughs> in which and like I had happened like last week and I went to like a big uh, Halloween bar crawl and I had like a skull makeup with like with uh glitter you know i had the whole and i yeah. looked in the mirror and i was like don't you sleep you cannot sleep in this <laughs> you cannot sleep. so like i was like okay i gotta take care of my skin not only did i do that i did a bath with epsom salt wow I did a bath Epsom <laughs> salt. I did a mask. I, did, I woke up in the morning and I was like, why do I feel so good? And I was like, oh, Rachel, like, didn't,
1: like, I got of that room. You have, there's, like, sound bowls out in your room. Like, you led yourself through a meditation session.
0: So it used to be cleaning. Like, I used to, what I would do is in that sweet spot before what? I would black out. I would, it would be like, i wake up in the morning and then it, my whole apartment would be like spotless. Like I would get. <laughs>
1: that is incredible. Come over and drink
0: with me. But, but there, my lesson- <laughs> is, <laughs> there is literally, there's literally a one drink difference in between the two. So like, oh and God. I, it, it happens like once in a blue moon. Like I can't like, I can't like predict it, but.
1: Good for you. Good it's for a you, very, Rachel.
0: It's Drachel. Drachel. <laughs> Dude, Drachel in, in New York City Drachel used to go and buy bodega flowers, and I'd wake up with a bouquet of flowers on my nightstand. <laughs>
1: right? Take shit, you know? You're like, oh, who are these from? And a clean apartment. From me? And like, my roommate would be like, did you clean?
0: And I'm like, yeah, and I bought myself flowers. They're really nice. She's like, no, did you No,
1: I, did. I didn't clean. Rachel Drachel did.
0: Please. She's like, didn't you go out last night? I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Like, I don't have to explain this I fell asleep in my makeup for the first time and I want to say almost like 10 years on my wedding night like oh I like so I don't like one so of my husband's group oh my god that sounds so crazy to say it my husband my dude we're not even legally married we forgot to get the uh, the documents from the whatever's office so <laughs> I just had this big ass wedding and with no document <laughs> I have to go so my wedding planner was like where are you documents? but you, I was, but you, I was you like, forgot what? but you forgot the hundreds
0: of flip-flops to bring for you guys. <laughs> but you remember that
1: yeah I remembered that I remembered my IV I remembered the flip-flops dude I, like my priorities are all over the fucking place but I like one of his groomsmen took us back to our hotel room we had Jack in the box him and I were like eating our little hearts out he fell asleep and i woke up with like i'm not joking like not even trying to be cute or funny right now like i was holding a bag of chicken nuggets and i was like yo we have to go to bed and i woke up and like my lashes were still on but like glued on in a way that like made my eyes look like Sid the slaw like they had just like migrated <laughs> so far out it, it was I was so embarrassed I was like this
0: you look like that Muppet Janice <laughs> yes <laughs> I
1: was like wow like how am I supposed to like judge anyone and say like wash your face before bed and look at me look at me
0: right like do as I say not as I do like well let's talk about that like what do you what, at, like what are like some of like the the worst like skincare things that you've been seeing maybe that are like trending or that people people do that like there's like a lot of misinformation about that you're like feeling like you have to like fight off? Well,
1: I just want to give a shout out to people first because people are improving their knowledge on skincare so much and I just love that for everyone across the board because to even know what like certain serums were doing or like under eye cream and all that, a lot of people like you had to be that girl who was already going to an esthetician or like your parent had to be a dermatologist for you to even understand what it is. So I'm just like really happy that the average consumer just knows so much. Mm. But one thing that I think and this so that kind of leads to the biggest mistake that I think people make is over exfoliating. Mm. And it's not necessarily people's fault. It's I would say these companies faults if you get like any sort of like exfoliant let's say like from the ordinary that's one that everyone loves because it's so affordable they will have on their bottle use every night and that is just like a huge no-no especially if like you've never used it before because like you could really fuck up your skin barrier so we have this like protective barrier of like moisture and oil and once it gets disrupted our skin just becomes so susceptible to just itchiness dryness sensitivity and mm-hmm. you end up breaking out in like what feels like hives and so that's it and it's really hard to repair that it would take like three weeks of like intensive rep- like moisturizing and stuff like that so i would say that people just like in their excitement to try all these new products and stuff end up damaging their uh, their skin's barrier so if you're interested in you know, starting like an exfoliating regimen, I would say two to three times a week max. Like, mm-hmm. even if the bottle says every single night, that's a red flag. And I really wish companies would stop saying every single night if it's a resurfacing or an exfoliating product. It's just so frustrating.
0: And that goes for both, like, chemical and physical exfoliants?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never, never, never do it every single day. Your body can handle it every day. I use those uh, scrubby mitts in the shower with myself right. every single day for my body. But face and neck, and I would say even if like, depending on your age, and decollete,
0: What's your favorite exfoliating product?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. I love the Dermalogica Daily Microfoliant. It's like a rice enzyme. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's a physical exfoliant, but it also has like some chemical exfoliant properties in it as well. I don't know, it's just like, I don't know if it's a placebo feeling that I enjoy, (laughs) but like the actual (laughs) feeling of like the little granules like doing its thing, but it's so gentle. I love yep. that Tatcha also has a really good one but I honestly I think they're like the same price so mm-hmm. if you're a bougie girl go use the Tatcha one it's just as good
0: awesome so yeah talking about skin barrier I mean like one of the thing that I feel like that I I'm surprised that we're still seeing because I feel like people are talk about why you're not supposed to but like using milk and magnesia or chamomile lotion as like a makeup primer
1: oh my god I cannot believe I it's just still feel happening like so- Some people are just like, so stuck in their ways. And I think people just love having like an unconventional cheap fix that makes them different. Like, oh, this is what I use for like, you know, to prime my face. And it's just like, stop being a weirdo.
0: I just like, I don't really understand because like, I remember I post, I haven't posted something on this in a a while actually. I feel like I'm overdue to post another video about this. But like when I, the last time I did, I had pros in the comments being like, yeah, I use it on my clients. And I was like, okay, word. like, why are, why though? Like, why? We have so many things. Why? Like.
1: Yeah, seriously. It's just, it's, it doesn't really make any sense. Like, no, just because it may be really effective, but like you're fucking with people's skin. Like, that's not like, it yeah. seems like you just kind of stop caring at that point. Like you just want the makeup to look good. And yeah. Yeah.
0: One other thing I wanted to mention is like, there's like a lot of different, you know, like services that like you need like a license and aesthetics to provide. Like you were saying, even makeup, you need to have an aesthetics license, right? To be in a salon, you're saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so like it depends on like your state. And there's also certain things like Biddies, we need to be careful about like our business life. First of all, we should be carrying business insurance, but your business insurance will not cover you if you are, for example, a makeup artist who's not licensed in aesthetics and you're using even something like a guasha, like that's like considered a tool and you need to be like very like careful about like what you're using on people because the last thing you need is like to fuck someone's face up and you get in a lot of trouble. I feel like there's certain tools like I will not fuck with on people's faces because like I don't wanna like, I don't wanna chance it. Like things like a jade roller even like aren't covered, but I'm like, j- I- I'm not gonna fuck someone up with a jade roller, but like I'm not gonna be dermaplaning a someone's face like yeah. which I, I'm like I, I'm not gonna take a blade to someone's face even like I have something that I really love to use on myself like a wand with an electro like microcurrent uh-huh. and but you need to like ask people if they have a pacemaker I don't know if it like you know I'm like this is elect, this is electricity that I'm putting on someone's face I'll just put it on my own face
1: <laughs> exactly and you know that's actually a large part of when you're in school and aesthetics like All right here is like this thing right here who can use it who cannot use it Mm. and you need to understand it's called contraindications you need to understand what those are because if you use a device on someone who and you didn't ask if they're pregnant like you are part of the like there are consequences to that hopefully hopefully the pregnancy will be fine but can you imagine if you ended up harming someone's unborn child just because you wanted to use some like nifty gadget that you saw some girl on TikTok using, which I really think like TikTok is such a gift, but it is also um. the biggest pain. Yep, Dallas, you agree with me? <laughs> the TikTok is such a gift, but it is like the biggest pain ever when it comes to misinformation. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's
0: hard. It's it's so it's 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 so hard, and especially like. People will like defend misinformation like with oh all their God. might too. If you make like like I said, like anytime I make a video about milk and magnesia, you're gonna have people in the comments being like, "It's fine. You're gatekeeping. We can't afford. <laughs> we can't afford primers. It needs to be accessible. Why are you knocking something that's accessible?" I'm like, "Yes. Yeah, like, what are you, oh what my are you God. talking about? Like,
1: <laughs> just being like, oh, it must be nice to have money to." buy uh, an actual primer and you're like i got this is milani like (laughs) you're spending more on this milk of magnesia at cbs than you than i am on this elf putty primer or whatever like
0: it's bizarre people just love to people just like i don't i don't know where i'm like i try to think about like for like our generation like if we had this kind of energy and where it was placed i think it was like just not online i feel like gossip happen more like in person yeah and stuff like that i'm like i i just i'm like i don't understand that's a good point
1: are kids fighting nowadays like do people throw hands in person anymore that's what that's what they fight
0: i don't think so oh my god we figured (laughs) this out so literally online bullying is a result of not letting kids fight each other in person
1: yeah i think we should have (laughs) sanctioned fights Children, like, did you watch House of the Dragon last night?
0: I was just thinking, like, kids' fight club,
1: yeah, (laughs) those secret under where they had like their nails and teeth filed, like, to let get it out right now, Billy. I want (laughs) to. What are these names I'm making
0: up (laughs) in 1952? I I don't know. Um, I went to school in Long Island, and, like, you wouldn't think that Long Island, like, you do think Long Island, like, Prissy, like, Uppity. Mm -hmm. No, like, I I saw a girl once, like, literally rip this girl's earrings out of her ears, and her, like, ears started bleeding. And then she took her head and, like, took her hair in the ponytail and was, like, bashing her Face oh, into the ground, shit. and there was like a whole group, you know, like, and it would always take a while to like break up. I just feel like you, there's just too many anti-bullying laws now. You don't see that anymore, and now they're taking I it know. out on random strangers
1: <laughs> on the internet. No kids, make fighting cool again. Bring it back. <laughs> I'll start it off.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just so glad that like it took us 55 minutes, but we finally got to the bottom of this we like did. this we did. issue. <laughs> But that doesn't ex- excuse, like, the 55-year-old. The 55-year-olds no, that have like, no life doing that. It's Y'all,
1: start off with beef. I don't understand. Yeah, I have a lot of, like, older women in my comment section at all they times. Have,
0: they have no, they have nothing, they have nothing else to do. It's the, even, like, Reddit threads. Like, I remember when there was, like, stuff going on, like, drama. And, like, I'll, I'll like, read the Reddit threads. I'll, like, go and, like, read them. And I remember there's this, like, there's this, like, whole Reddit thread Uh, um like dedicated to a very popular beauty creator on tiktok and literally like they were saying something someone was saying something about about the admins being teenagers and they're like no the admins we are 50 55 i was like you're 50 and 55 and you literally created a reddit dedicated to like destroying like a 20 year old
1: that is so strange it's just the bravery that people get standing behind a screen is ridiculous. It's a weird. It's thing. so insane.
0: Anyways. Yeah. <laughs>
1: violence bring it back
0: <laughs> oh my gosh this is so fun I love like I love when I have someone on here that I could just like banter with it's really fun when I came yeah when I came out into, so when we went out to LA but is we went to some of the stores in like downtown LA to do like the like the wholesalers oh, yeah. so you could get like really really cheap makeup but like they weren't even selling to us either oh my God,
1: it was so weird they were so mean I was like dude I've been here a million times before
0: yeah well so like they usually so is that usually where you try to go and like get your makeup or Uh, no I'm I'm
1: gonna be honest like I only go there if I'm really in a pinch and Amazon isn't gonna be able to deliver because the the disposables I get from like I mean I hate it I hate supporting Amazon but it's just Jeff is just so reliable (laughs) like I I get what I need so quickly (laughs) and the people downtown like Again, it's if it's if I'm in a pinch, which is like yeah. oddly a lot. Like, why am I always in a pinch for powder because puffs?
0: I feel like it's like always like we get like calls for something, and we're always like, I knew I I always I'm like I have I have so many Q-tips. I know I have Q-tips. Why I have? And then the day after the gig, you find like a whole case of Q-tips. Oh, of
1: course, all the time, all the time. That's it, what's ridiculous ha- At least to me, <laughs> always like it's. I I found like a hundred pack of powder puffs somewhere after me freaking out and going to one of those crusty stores downtown. And I was like, I I was like, I know I'm not fucking crazy. I know they're here somewhere, but now now that I have my makeup room back, like I'm sure everything's going to come to surface. Exactly.
0: So like, we're kind of like running up on our time. It always goes so fast, but what would you say to someone who's been thinking about going to aesthetic school, but like, isn't really sure yet? Like, do you think that there's like certain things that they should consider or like do you think everybody who's like thinking about it really should just go for it?
1: Um I feel like I'm kind of straddling both camps. Like I think that if you're like, "Oh, I don't really know if I want to do this," like just go for it because you will probably like find something that you want to do, but at the same time, like that's a lot of commitment to school. So, you got to probably be ready to commit that and be ready to have a career in aesthetics afterwards. So I guess my advice is like, if you are on the, I don't really know if I want this, be a receptionist at a spa at somewhere that like provides like waxing or spray tanning or something, because they're always looking for models. Like whenever someone needs training done, so you can be a model for like getting your legs waxed or getting the spray tan or whatever. And that will, you know, you get an idea of like, what the girls, uh, not just the girls, the girls, girls is gender neutral, what the girls are doing like throughout day to day, what it is to be an aesthetician. And if you're someone who is like, I am so ready, I want to just go to aesthetic school. My advice to you is doing your research because not every school is made equal. Like, and it has nothing to do with money because, you know, you can have the schools that cost $17,000 to go to and you can still talk to those students and they will have a negative experience. Or Mm -hmm. you could have the school that I went to, which was, like, a cockroach dumpster fire. And you just kind of, like, have to grit your teeth and go through it. And so try to find that, like, just go to a school that encompasses your values. My values were, I need my license. That's it. I don't give a shit where I'm at. And (laughs) I got what I paid for. (laughs) But some girls, they want to go to that $17,000 school so that they can get all of the information. They can have all the new equipment. That didn't necessarily matter to me at the time, but yeah, do your research, talk to as many students as you possibly can look at reviews online. Yeah. And then talk and try to find a mentor in the aesthetic space throughout your journey, because you're going to need, you're going to need help from people and make friends while you're in school because that's your professional network. Yeah. You need to rely on them.
0: Is there something that like you want to be trained in that you haven't gotten certified in yet that you've been like wanting to do?
1: Oh yeah I would love to do all the cool knickknacks with like lasers and like the oxygen domes you know all the stuff that yeah. looks like very sciencey and space agey yeah. but I'm also telling myself I need to be patient when it comes to all of that there's a time and a place for like that sort of treatment and if I was someone who was getting a laser treatment done and my esthetician was like I've been licensed since March and it's been nine months I'd be like what the fuck get out of here so <laughs> I want to give myself some more experience before I dive into that world
0: can you do injectables with an aesthetics license
1: no I think you have to be a practitioner or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it, I yeah I meant like in California, because in New York and in Georgia you can't, but like certain states you can, like the esthetician that worked at a oh you sur- could tell yeah like there was a plastic surgery the plastic plastic surgery office that I worked in in New York City had an esthetician who was from Connecticut and in Connecticut estheticians can do injections.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm not good with needles, so I would pass out while giving someone Botox
0: i feel like you have (laughs) to go to you have to go to med school for something like that like it is so much anatomy that goes into that you can't just like oh
1: my god yeah you know so much i would not even want to fuck with that at all
0: i miss botox i will say that
1: oh man it's the greatest thing ever i love it so much
0: i know but you guys love my facial expressions so much and i have given up for you
1: You know, and we salute you for that. Thank you. Otherwise, I couldn't
0: be making faces like this. There'd be no (laughs) way. My face is so expressive. Like, they have to, like, double up my dose because, like, it takes a lot to... Oh, you are
1: expressive.
0: Look at how strong these muscles are. They're, like, literally, like...
1: I'm trying my hardest right now. I love it.
0: Well, Victoria, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been nice. fun. I'm glad that you were able to do this. I wish we got it. Well, I wish we got to do it with you when I was like in LA. But this is the next best thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> next time I'm in the ACL, we'll make something work. Absolutely. So before we sign off,
0: do you have any? parting words that you'd like to give the biddies, whether it's like advice or anything about anything we've spoken about, anything you wanna plug, where they can follow, follow you on social media, all that good stuff.
1: Oh God, advice, advice. I would say have fun because all of this is just so ridiculous. You know, like with social media and whatnot, just like enjoy it. Don't let it take over your life. I recently let it take over my life and you know, when you see, you know, when you see like the consequences of that spilling into like your personal relationships and whatnot, like, you know, and at this point in my life, I have the phone bowl. I, I don't use my phone inside the house anymore because I was so obsessed. So just have fun and under and create solid boundaries for yourself when it comes to, you know, our jobs. Yeah, you had a post on that the other day mm-hmm. talking about boundaries. So that right there, fun, boundaries, enjoy yourself. And you said to talk about where I can be found. Yep. Oh, so Instagram and TikTok are both Victoria underscore Foster underscore beauty. Yeah. And then also give where I work, Browdown Studio, a follow too. We're a great queer owned business in Los Angeles.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Lipstick Bitties podcast. To receive a special surprise from the head biddy in charge in the mail, make sure to drop a review in the app and DM your screenshot to me at Lipstick Bitties. Remember, you are a badass fucking biddy. See you next week.